Podcast Studios. This, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Hey now. Hello. Happy Throwback Thursday, friends. Welcome to After 9. There is just a ton of stuff that we're going to get to. And I think we should start off today, Kat, with what's on so many people's minds. The goddamn Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay, so well, as we record this podcast, no one's been fired yet, right? Which is remarkable. <laughs> if you, if, if the Blue Jays management, and maybe they're the ones who need to go, maybe the fact that there's been no firing so far should prove that Shapiro should be gone. Hmm. And, and the fact that they were completely incapable of reading the room back in Toronto, not realizing how angry fans are right now, and calling for John Snyder's head, the head coach, the manager, the guy who made the decision to flip the pitchers in the fourth inning for, I don't know, they say it was because analytics say it was a smart move. Well, what it wasn't analytics? a very wasn't a very fucking <laughs> smart move in hindsight, was it, guys? Now you're out of the playoffs. Me. So I, th- I think the manager's got to go. And you know what? I'll say it. We've been screwing around with this experiment. They've been telling us for years, Bichette and Vladdy, they're the future. They're going to carry us to the promised land. Well, it's not really working, is it? Vlad had a mediocre at best season. And then that 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 stupid fucking getting thrown out last night, base running error, that could have been the difference maker too. You had Bo at the plate, Vladdy on second, I believe it was. No runs. How many runs did the Jays leave on base this, this series? You know, it's, And then get your hopes up every time that that happens, right? You're yeah. like, here we go. Yeah, no, okay, nope, that wasn't it. I could totally get behind a restructure now. After, after so when's the last time they won a playoff game? It's been years since they've won any playoff yeah. games. I, uh, I'm okay with just scrap it, start over again. They did a good job getting some pretty good pitching this year. They said that was the problem, and then the hits stopped coming in. Yeah, very, very frustrating. That's our look into sports. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a quick update here from yesterday. CN has released more information about that network outage on Tuesday that they swear was not a cyber incident. Uh-huh. The one that had go trains and the Up Express stranding thousands of passengers because they were stalled via rail, couldn't go anywhere. The whole rail system ground to a halt. CN says the problem can be traced to a software upgrade. A software? Why didn't they say that yesterday, though? Didn't they know that there was a software upgrade, or did they not like him chat with each other? Well, the original bullshit they gave us was uh, connectivity issues. Now they're saying it was an unfortunate software update okay. that basically brought the entire rail system to its knees. I, you guys mean to tell me that one asshole decides he wants to upgrade his version of Word or something like that, and you guys all of a sudden bring the whole fucking country to its knees? Get out of here. I don't think I believe this. It seems far more likely that there was an incident cyber-wise, and it seems like it's happening more and more and more, and we're not getting a lot of information about any of them until long after it's happened. Is it illegal to not report a cyber attack? Good question. That I don't know. I feel like we're at the... If it's not, if it's not, let's just say it's not illegal to not report it within 48 hours or something. That should be in effect. That Uh should be an absolute law that companies... Any organization, especially those who accept payment through their app, through their program, through their memberships, absolutely have to disclose right away. How many times have we heard about there being a a hack or something months later? It's not fair as a consumer. We need to know. We need to have transparency. 
So if that's not in place with AI getting better and better, Scott, with these hackers being able to manipulate this AI greater and greater, we need some security as consumers. We do. I totally agree. Now, are the hackers using AI to get in or are we using AI to stop them from getting in? That's what I'm not sure about. Like, are they just way, way, way ahead of our security? It's a battle. It's kind of like a battle of it. If you can get one upped, it's a problem. But how do you know until it happens, right? It's the casino issue. It's the exact thing that's happening in Las Vegas. And I say happening because you know that there's going to be more targets. They t- they attack Vegas. Who knows who's next, right? Mm-hmm. It could be Atlantic City. It could be Niagara Falls for all we know. But if they manage to figure that out, who, what's going to stop them from continuously doing that if we don't have the technology or the power yet to fix it? It's real scary stuff. It's, it's interesting, right? And it shouldn't be Weird. that way. Like yeah. it sounds like a cyber incident. But they won't say it's a cyber incident. They give us another excuse that's not actually all that plausible. One software upgrade required thousands of people to be stranded for the night. Get out of here. That just doesn't seem Mm -hmm. realistic. But this is the story they're giving us now. Oh, by the way, speaking of getting stranded, Mm -hmm. how many people had already left the house yesterday, had maybe booked a babysitter, booked a hotel, had dinner reservations. Maybe they were already eating, getting ready to go to the SZA concert in Toronto at Scotiabank Arena, only for her to cancel minutes before the doors opened up for the show. Yeah. What a shitty thing to do to your fans. She was hinting after her show the night before in New Jersey that her voice wasn't great. Why wouldn't they just cancel right then and there? Why did they have to wait until people were already almost at the venue? I, know. I wonder if it's pe- the people around her. I-, I couldn't tell you who what who's at fault for it necessarily. She knew she was sick. You're absolutely right. The Her doctors, right? Because you have like a team that travels with you. When you do these kinds of things, it's kind of part of the deal. You'll have like a, a doctor or maybe a multi-purpose person. But they're looking after you. So she actually got subscribed, prescribed some steroids or something like that to help with a, an infection. And her body felt fine, but her voice was gone. I wonder if there's people around her kind of like trying to push her into doing it. Like, no, 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 you're probably fine. You're probably fine. And then they went to do like whatever it was, I guess, like a rehearsal of sorts. And then it was like, oh, I have no voice um, right before. That's one example of many, though, where, where cancer, concerts have been canceled real close. And I have a feeling it has to do with money. They don't want to have to set that up. It costs money to do all of that and set the stage and do all the things that they need to do. They probably got that far and they went, ah, shit, we had to cancel it. And not just that, it's not like we can postpone it to the next day. We can't. We have to find another date months from now. Yeah, there's a Leaf game tonight and then Drake is there for two well, nights and, and then Queen a, and Adam Lambert are and there. And SZA has a tour. So she's got other dates. She's got other places that she's got to be, right? This is what happens. So who knows when she's back? We don't know. But if you went, yeah, we feel you. I, I don't know if it's a team thing. It's somebody else made the call. But she she takes she's the face of it. So if she's pissed, I can't blame her. Hey, listen, people get sick. We totally understand. And if you're an yeah. artist on the road, you're probably even more likely to get sick for all the different venues yeah. that you go to, the meet and greets, the interviews. We get it. You get sick. You don't cancel you, minutes before the doors open. You got to make a call in the morning, right? You or have mid, to. midday at the absolute latest. You got to make that call when your concert's on in the evening hours. It's kind of like school, right? School's got to make a call at a certain time to cancel buses or whatever. Same shit goes for artists because it isn't fair. I totally agree with you. And especially with the rates that they're charging for concert tickets. I mean, it's not like people paid 40 bucks to go and see SZA last night and it got postponed. These were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars for these tickets. I think it's ridiculous. Uh, Have you been watching the Canadian dollar? Is it bad again? Scary shit. Cat in... I shouldn't say again. It's been bad. Five business days. It's dropped three and a half, almost four cents. Mm. Yesterday, it closed below... 
73 cents US, 72.93. Think if you go back three weeks, four weeks in the pod, you'd hear us talking about this exact thing is coming. And it's all to do with interest rates. The Americans are still raising it. Their economy seems to be doing pretty well. Ours completely shitting the bed. And our interest rates are now at a point where they can't really raise them anymore without causing a total catastrophe in the housing market. And they can't really lower them because that'll cause the discrepancy between the U.S. and the Canadian dollar to grow even further. So we've got a problem. The Bank of Canada is going to have to deal with this. Actually, I'll, I'll tell you, I played golf with one of our sponsors yesterday. I played with Chris Welker from Welker & Associates. He is a licensed bankruptcy and insolvency trustee. I was asking him about the market. And yeah. He said he thinks probably mid next year before interest rates start to come down. But he thinks they're going to have to come down a fair bit and fairly quickly. He just doesn't see it happening right away. Okay. I like that at least we're getting some predictions now. Because there was a certain point there where nobody even wanted to predict what would happen next. <laughs> like next year. <laughs> uh, I like Chris. He's a smart guy. If you are going through uh, some real tough times financially and you've got to make decisions like, am I insolvent? Do I need to do a consumer proposal? Is it time to consider bankruptcy? Chris is a real good guy. You should give him a call. Mm-hmm. It's Welker and Associates. Cat in a shocking, we're going to talk about the doctors and charging for healthcare in a minute. Yeah. Before that though, this is actually kind of funny because we all saw it coming. In a shocking move south of the border, U.S. President Joe Biden is reviving U.S. President Donald Trump's border wall. The Biden administration, which had ordered construction of the wall to be halted and even torn down some of Donald Trump's wall, yesterday announced that 26 federal laws in South Texas are being waived in order to resume construction of the wall. Really? It's back on. And as it turns out, it's not racist. Here's a... <laughs> well, it never was, but this is the, sh- no, the shit they tried though. to spin. That's exactly what they said. Uh, let's go back to <laughs> Vice President Joe Biden when he was running against Donald Trump to become president. No, I'm, there will not be another foot of wall constructed on my administration. Number one. There will not be another foot of wall... You know, they tore down about $300 million worth of wall. Yeah, I remember that. And sold it for like a couple million bucks worth of just steel. Now they're going to have to pay to get that money or to get that wall back. And they got to get it up because now even the U.S. government can admit that they are now seeing, and I quote, high illegal entry on the Texas border. Are they just admitting that now? Was it because Elon went there and really put the spotlight on it so Americans could see with their own eyes? There are thousands of people a day pouring over the border, and nobody's keeping track of them. We might get like a name and maybe a cell number or something like that, but other than that, you catch them and release them. They go somewhere. So they usually end up either somewhere in Texas or Arizona, California, somewhere fairly close to where they crossed. But then those states don't want them, so they're shipping them all over the fucking country. There's people showing up in New York saying, somebody in California paid me to come here. What? How much are we paying these illegal immigrants to go? It's interesting, isn't it? And yes, the correct term is illegal immigrant. You, it's totally fine to go to another country, but there's rules. There's rules. At the absolute minimum, come on over, but you got to sign the guest book on the way in. You can't just cross the border wherever you feel like it and, and... 
expect citizenship. I don't know if I'll regret asking this, but has Donald Trump weighed in on this on like his social platform or something? Oh, I'm sure he will. Listen, if you're trying to protect a border, especially a border as big as America has on both sides, ours and the Mexico side, you need a wall or people that want to get in are just going to swim across the fucking Rio Grande or or they're going to get smugglers to get them in in the back of a, a cantaloupe truck. People are trying like crazy to get yeah. into America because they think they're going to get citizenship. They know they're going to get put up in fancy hotels and be given a couple grand a month to live off of. It's not a bad deal when you consider that the alternative is plowing fields in Honduras. So, yeah, there's a lot of people who are trying to get there. They had to have a wall because you have to control who comes in. It's simple. Why they tore it down in the first place was just nonsense, to be honest with you. But it looks like they're going to right a wrong. Having a wall to keep your border secure is not yeah. racist, apparently. And they're now rebuilding the wall <laughs> in parts of America. Uh, we have a bit of a controversy brewing here, Kat, and I didn't even see this one coming. The health minister, Sylvia Jones, this is the Ontario health minister, is uh, going to investigate an Ottawa walk-in clinic that's reportedly charging patients a fee for access. It's the South Keys Health Centre, set to open soon with a $400 membership fee, plus the billings for the individual services from nurse practitioners. Mm -hmm. Keep that in mind. The clinic director says he's operating well within the law, and he's filling a desperate need for primary care in the community. Now, it would be illegal to charge people to see a doctor or to charge for services that are covered under OHIP. But nurse practitioners do not bill OHIP, and they're not covered under this. Meaning, if a nurse practitioner sets up a shop where there's an annual fee or whatever, it's perfectly legal under the existing Canada Health Act. There's some people who are saying, Doug Ford did this. Doug Ford did. Yeah, Doug Ford does a lot of shit, but this not was already this. codified in the not, law. Not this. I'm, I'm surprised it took as long as it took for someone to realize, well, doctors can't, but nurse practitioners can. Why don't we do that? And I think these are going to be wildly popular if they're yeah. allowed to keep going. Yeah. I had a nurse practitioner before I went to my doctor, only only left her clinic because she moved on to another role, which didn't allow her to have patients like she had, right? And it was a fabulous experience. And I I think it's not a bad idea. I, I know some, pe- some people hate it, but knowing the situation that we're in in our healthcare system, I would have paid. I would have paid money to have someone see, you know, my daughter. When, when we went through everything with her earlier this year, after she had her tonsils out, she had blood clots, right? Long story short. And we were in and out of the hospital waiting for people, and we had to see, be seen by the specialist. And sitting in the ER for hours, I would have paid money. To see someone mm-hmm. yeah, and get something soon. Now, in that particular case, I know it's not always the same because you're talking about a specialist. However, in other cases, you just want to talk to somebody who's able to prescribe something to you that has the same or similar knowledge. I, I, I don't know. This is not a bad idea. Listen. And I don't blame them. I don't blame <laughs> I them don't either. I don't blame them one bit. This is not on the nurse practitioners. Everybody no. here is operating perfectly within the law. Nothing about this is illegal. And I think that's what's frustrating the people who are opposed to this. Even some reporters are getting all fucking jacked up and I'm going to go and confront Doug Ford about this. Uh, Do it if you want, but nobody's doing anything illegal here. This has always been allowed. It's just we're finally seeing it happen. Here's what I think. We have a health system in crisis. 
we have overworked doctors and nurses because all the rest of them got poached and went to other provinces or went to the states. Some of them retired. Mm -hmm. Some of them fired because they refused to take a vax. We all know why there's such a healthcare shortage, not to mention the system is horribly mismanaged. That's why we're waiting eight hours to see a doctor in the emergency room. That's why you can't get in for three weeks to see your family doctor. That's why if you go to a walk-in clinic, it's going to take three, four, five, six hours to get some treatment. If there's another option and people are willing to pay, I don't see why we shouldn't be able to do that. Again, the doctors are still free. Billable OHIP stuff, still free. If you go see this nurse practitioner, not only do you have to pay a $400 membership fee, you have to pay for the service. So if the nurse practitioner charges 100 bucks for a visit, you got to pay 100 bucks. If they charge 20 bucks to write a script, you got to pay 20 bucks. All of it is a la carte and you pay for it. I don't even consider this a matter of the haves versus the have-nots. I know that there are more have-nots than ever because of the economy. Mm -hmm. And I still to this day think someone who doesn't have a pot to piss in, poor as can be with bills coming out their asshole, if they or their kid desperately needed medical treatment and this was the faster option, I'll bet even they'd do it. Anybody would, especially if it was for a loved one that needed care. The yeah. fact that this option is available, if you want to pay, do it. What's the problem with this? Yeah. See, and, and nurse practitioners will tell you, like, they're, they are. They could be a solution to the crisis that we're in right now, but yes. it's up to the government to make that move and fund it properly and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But they, they are there. They do have the expertise. Um, he, again, I don't blame the nurse practitioners. Me either. I wish that they were put in place in more places and it would make a lot more sense for everybody. Our system would be so much better if they utilized them better and gave the funding for it. Home sales in the GTA slid 7% last month. Compared with September of 2022, sales of semi-detached houses and townhouses particularly declined from last year. The Toronto Region Real Estate Board says last month's 4,642 homes sold marked a 12% month-over-month decline from August. And August was down too. Mm -hmm. The housing market is coming to a halt. It's fascinating to me right now. And I, I feel for the people who are just trying to get out. There are so many, from what I imagine, it, there, of course, people move for different reasons, okay? People are putting up their houses maybe just because they got a job somewhere else and they're they're trying to sell the damn house so that they can go to the place that they're working at. And other people have to want to downsize and they're just kind of letting it sit there. I know people right now with houses for sale, including my neighbors and including my in-laws who are just waiting for it to be sold for various different reasons. But there are so many people also selling their home because they know what's coming up soon for them. And that's the interest rate change. Yep. It's a significant difference for people, you know, especially for people who have a large mortgage that didn't realize maybe when they locked into whatever they locked into they're looking at what their mortgage broker, hopefully they have one or whoever's telling them like, you're, you're about to pay this just so you know, like it's going to switch in like three months. So they're like, oh fuck, we need to get out right now. And they just can't sell their houses. But Not of any fault of their own. It's just a, it's, that's the market right now. Thank you for saying that because you're absolutely right. It's no fault of your own. No, it's we not. We were told by our prime minister and our finance minister and the head of the Bank of Canada, interest rates will remain low for a long time. And then they went nuts. And now some people's mortgages are up over 150%. Yeah. yeah. It's wild. And, and it is going to get a lot worse. My question is, if you're that person who finds out today Oh, shit. When my mortgage renews in December, I'm going from a 2.25% rate 
to five and a quarter. Yeah. That's going to be a few thousand dollars a month more than I'm paying now. Mm -hmm. I don't have a few thousand extra bucks a month. I got to sell. Where are they going? Yeah, they're, I mean, downsizing would be my best guess or outside of that city, maybe if they're in a city, outside of the city. But I mean, if you think about some of these people who have worked hard, they've got their mortgage down to a manageable level, maybe a, a four, five, six, seven, even seven hundred thousand dollar mortgage is quite affordable these days, or it was under the old rates. Mm-hmm. And now, because the prices are also going crazy, that was another thing about Toronto. While the uh, the number of houses sold went down, the prices went up again. Yes, so, and that's the part that I also don't understand. Right. So you've got. People who are living in a detached three-bedroom house with maybe fifteen to 2,000 square feet. Okay, great. For the exact same price that that detached house is worth or that you paid for it, now all you get is a one-bedroom condo. How are you moving a, a three-bedroom house into a one-bedroom condo and paying the same amount? It's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is messed up. And I think uh, it's it's not easy. I feel for people. I feel for people right now who are trying to sell their house and get out of their situation. It's not It's not going to be an easy road because it's. I don't think it's going to change anytime soon. Uh, new list of the best TV shows of this century has just come out, mm-hmm. and it's from The Hollywood Reporter. Generally, a pretty reputable source, The Hollywood Reporter. They've got good critics. They've got good reporters. They do a good job. But their list, at first I thought, oh, that's a pretty good list. But then I started going through the shows that didn't make it, and it's pretty suspect. They say the number one show of this century is Mad Men, a show about last century. (laughs) (laughs) Mad Men was just a really well-written show, though. It was really, they had a way of getting you attached to characters, for sure. I, I personally was a big fan. I don't think I would put it at my personal number one, but it would be in my top five. Definitely. So I thought, well done. I like that one. Sopranos is number two. Yeah, I couldn't get into that show, though. What is it you didn't like? So you know what it is? It's, um, I feel like I would have liked it if I was watching at the time, maybe. Okay. But I can't watch, it's like trying to watch Seinfeld now. Like, I know there's some people who watch repeats of Seinfeld. That's cool. But for me, I get too distracted by, like, the old shit in the shows. Like Soprano, he's got his like fucking phone that's the size of a brick and people are paging each other and shit. And that was the real life at the time. And and the the even the references they make are so outdated, but they don't mean to be outdated. In the time they were they were exactly what they were for 2001 yeah, or whatever, it, right? It's not a period piece. No, it it's not in a the period. Moment. So so for me, I can't wrap my mind around it. I don't know why. I just, I found it slow. I tried to watch, a, I watched the entire first season and I gave, I stopped. I know I'm rare. I'm a rare case. I get it, guys. Because I know people love Sopranos and I don't hate on the actors at all. I don't put them at fault. They seem fucking great. They are great. Yeah, but I couldn't, uh, yeah, I couldn't get around. I don't know. Too many little hangups, I guess, with that shit. Okay. I don't hate on that being in the top though, because I think a lot of people would put it at the top. Succession was number three. Succession's a, a great show. A great show that I actually just finished watching finally because uh, I was a little behind. But man, what a good show. I would have watched more seasons if they would have given it to us. Okay, I've only got the top three in front of me. I know you've got more, but really let's talk about what didn't make it. Ozark is not even in the top 20. Uh, that that was, I guess, kind of surprising. Although it kind of, I don't know, for me it dropped off a lot in that last season. Popular like, show though, right? I mean, a lot of people liked it. It was critically acclaimed for the longest time. So you've got no Ozark, no Sons of Anarchy. 
that was another wildly popular show I that love people didn't like. Sons for me is probably my number one show. I was sure, trying to people f- did like people did like people do like that show. N- number one for me would have been Sons. The fact that it's not even in the top twenty anyway. It's in the top fifty. They put out a whole list of fifty, but we don't need to go through all of it. It's in the fifty, but it's not in the top twenty, and that was surprising to me. Uh, Thirty Rock, Thirty Rock was fourth place. People love Thirty Rock. I never watched it, me and I don't know why because I love that whole cast. I love Tina Fey. I love Tracy Morgan. There's a bunch of people in that cast. I that love. was before Alec Baldwin killed someone. So it was cool then. Yeah, people lo- and people loved Alec in it. The Wire also made the list, which I've heard. In top five, by the way. Number five is The Wire, uh, which I've heard of, and, but I've never seen. So I'll trust that that's a good choice. I don't know. Uh, Reservation Dogs at number six. Better Call Saul did better than Breaking Bad did. That's crazy. The sequel does better than the original. Right? And I won't even put it at crazy because of the show itself. I'm sure Better Call Saul is good. It's another one of those shows that I ha- I keep I've re- I've rewatched the first like three episodes of that show like fifteen times Scott because I keep I don't know what it is I can't stick to it like it's the weirdest thing there's some shows I really want to love I just it's like reading a book and you just keep reading the same page over and over again you're like what like I'm not interested enough I don't know it's not catching my attention but I know people love it and I love him as an actor by the way I think that he is a fabulous actor Bob Odenkirk so anyway I don't hate on that either. Eight is girls, and I disagree with that, and I watched it all the way through. I watched it all the way through, and I don't agree with it being in the top 10. I thought that there were moments in there that were really good, and and but I think knowing what I know now about Lena Dunham and stuff like that and some weird shit that went down there, I don't like it as much. What about Orange is the New Black? Did that make the top 20? Because I don't feel like it did. Orange is the New Black did not make the top 20. Another but, one that was really, really popular. Yeah, it was popular. Well, that was the beginning of Netflix, too. So I feel like that also has a bit of a historical... Um, I don't know, portion to it where it's like, damn, that was one of the first streaming original shows you might remember. Um, But so I wasn't, I wasn't surprised that it was in the top 50, but no, not in the top 20. Uh, Yeah. There's a bunch of shows on here. I don't, uh, Deadwood. I don't even, some of these shows I've never heard of. I'm going to be honest with you. (laughs) Friday Night Lights made the cut though. I know some people really like that show a lot. Um, And yeah, Breaking Bad ended up in 16th. That surprised me. Atlanta's in the top 15. Uh, enlightened never saw it some of these only lasted two seasons scott and they made the top 20 that's the thing for me because i feel like if you were a really good show wouldn't you have at least made it four seasons like for me four is a butte give me four seasons of a show and i'm okay mine is a couple where i could do extra with like i said succession's one of those shows i could watch an extra season of okay just circling back on something you just said dead wood that per- segues perfectly into this. Uh, <laughs> okay. 77-year-old man. The man is almost 80. Has been arrested for drug trafficking. <gasps> the hell kind of drugs Grandpa? is an 80? Eight- what kind of drugs is an 80-year-old selling? Oh, now it makes sense. This fucking guy was dealing Viagra he's, in his community in Florida. He's peddling the pills, huh? Yeah. Apparently, he stumbled upon, somehow, about $1,800 worth of Viagra and Cialis, and he thought, well, I can't use all of this. I'm just going to start selling it to my friends. And he had, like, a whole business going. People are showing up on the porch, like, give me the pills and shit. <laughs> and the cops arrested the fucking guy. It's the best. Such a Florida story. Well, he's not selling meth. He's not selling crack no. or or fentanyl or anything. He was selling Viagra. Yeah. Big fucking deal. The guy's almost 80. They want to lock him up for a year and find him $10,000. Aw. Do you think that they, he will end up going for a year? I hope not. Yeah. Hey, listen. 
Do you guys know how many old people are dealing the drugs that they've been prescribed? Because they get all the shit that people want. Hey, if you want some, some T3s or something like that, ask an old person. They get prescriptions for anything Honestly, they want. Yeah, and they, and they keep, and the thing with old people is they keep it. They just keep all the shit. And then when something pops up and you're like, oh, my knee kind of hurts. Like, hang on, let me check my medicine cabinet. And they've got, like, I don't want to throw people I know under the bus, but let's just say I've got relatives that have done this. Where yeah. you're like, oh, you need some shit? I got some shit. You want some fucking this or that, whatever it is. I got it for you. And their pain medicine that they got, that they get just prescribed to them like that is insane. If I go over to like a buddy's parent's house, like my friend's dad, I'll go over there and we'll have a few beers with him and stuff. And he pulls out his Rattler. I thought Dave had a lot of pills. Holy shit. (laughs) This guy's operating a goddamn shopper's drug mart out of his kitchen. It's wild. And they've got everything. So ask an old person, uh, except for Viagra, this poor old man is probably going to do a little bit of jail time, which is unfortunate. But we were talking about the pharmacists in Ontario the other day being allowed to prescribe more things. Yes. The pharmacists are now saying, that's good, but you guys should have gone a lot further. We could take more stress off the healthcare system if you guys would let us handle things like erectile dysfunction. Apparently that occupies a large portion of family doctor's days is dealing with guys who need a little help getting the pecker harder. Who just want the pill. What would you do? You, probably a stupid question. Maybe you have no, maybe you don't. Maybe it's a rhetorical question. Or, sure. I don't know. Ask me. Do you have to go through some form of a test for that? Or can you just ask and you shall receive? Like how does the doctor, or in this case, potentially the pharmacist one day, know that you can't get it up? Like, how do they know that you're not like this 80-year-old man going, yeah, I can't, f- my wiener's not coming up. I need, I need some of those. Like, they're not going to like fucking touch it. Or- <laughs> they're not going to no. test it. What he does is he holds it with one hand and slaps the bottom with his other hand. He's like, oh, but this I mean, dick is dead. Like ah. I said, it's not really a question because I, I like, I know the answer, but I also don't. Like, do they just, they probably have like a, a list of questions that they have to ask just to be sure that you're medically, you can handle it maybe. And then they just write it up, but they're not touching your peen. So it's like, I feel like they just hand those out like anyway. They give you a full hand job. And (laughs) and if you don't ejaculate, they're like, oh, I guess you need the pills. Here, take a look at these titties. What, what, (laughs) what's happening in your pants? They put a line on the floor and if you can splooge over the line, then you don't need the pills. No, I mean, obviously they don't do that, but I'm just saying like they hand them. My point is, uh, there is a point. What is your point? (laughs) They, they hand them out easily anyway. Yes. They fucking hand them out because they're not going to be like, sorry, sir, I don't believe that you can't get hard. N- zero doctors have ever said that in the history of doctoring. Right. Never. Right. So they just go, oh, fuck, sir. Yeah, 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 here you go. Write your prescription. Here's 50 fucking pills. Get out. Yeah. So what's the point in making them go to the doctor and taking up time when the fucking pharmacist can just do it? You want boner pills? Go fucking get it from a pharmacist. There's certain pills that we don't need to be wasting time. No one's going to not believe you. Like if I went, if there was a woman even, I'll put woman under the bus too. Like, hey, my vagina's really fucking dry or something. They're not going to be like, let prove it to me. Pull your pants down. I need to see how dry it is. They're not going to do that. They're just going to give you a script for something or I don't know what they do for that, but they'll give you something. They're not testing you anyway. So what's the point? Thank you. Okay. You should be the I, I goddamn Kat, premier of this and province. And I'm here for boners. Cat. I'm here for the drive. I'm going to introduce you to some people at Queens Park, <laughs> and this is going right in the policy platform for the next election. Boner pills for everybody. <laughs> I'm just saying it's it's easy to get anyway from a doctor. So why not just give it the give it to a pharmacist? 
to do. I they're, don't, they're not going to look at your pants. They're not going to be like, pull your pants down, sir. Yeah, oh, you, you don't look hard to me. Here you go. No one's doing it. <laughs> no one's doing that anyway. That is one flaccid dick. All right, <laughs> let me get you. Oh, where's my pen? How are you still in a relationship with that fucking thing, huh? If Let's you, fix that. Are you married? Oh, the poor thing. All right, hang on. I'm going to give you some pills to <laughs> make her happy. Let me write a script for Prozac for her, too. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and something to keep her awake. <laughs> Fuck. If we ruled the world, I'm telling you, it'd be a different place. Okay, but again, this is just common sense. It is con- no, but in all honesty, guys, think about how many times you go to the doctor for something. And it really is simple. Like the stuff we were talking about the other day on the pod. You knew you had a sinus infection, yet you had to go through that shit. I knew I just needed eye drops, yet I had to go through the shit that I went to. Why are we taking up the doctor's precious time? And they'll t- they- don't you think doctors are for it too? Even though, yeah, they get paid to see people, but they're busy all day anyway. Well, as I understand it from the Viagra, the only concern, I mean, this could basically be over the counter and probably someday it will be. Really, the only concern here is high blood pressure. Blood pressure. So check the Check the fucking blood pressure and give them the pills. Right at Shoppers and any other pharmacy, they got the blood pressure machine right there. Yes, sir, have a seat. Take a line. All the other guys, you guys go to the back of the line with all those other fellows that are testing their blood pressure so that they can get their pills. So we need you to lay on your belly, and if it hurts, then you don't need them. (laughs) I You're going to lay on your belly I, and look at some titties. I understand it's a, it was a stupid sounding question, but my point was there isn't anything aside from the blood pressure. You're right. Because there is, of course, especially at a certain age, right? They're worried about your ticker. I get it. They want to make sure that you're not going to fucking die when you take this pill <laughs> in the middle of sex or whatever. You're, or not even necessarily sex in the middle of whatever the hell you're doing with it. But it should be easier. It should be easier. Would it be a waste of money for a guy to pop a Viagra and play with himself? I guess I, I mean, guess you're kind of wasting money I, at that point, I aren't suppose, you? but you pay for it fair and square. So what you do with it is your own choice. Oh, benefits will be paying for it. I don't but, give a shit. <laughs> right? Okay, so there you go. Then I think that we know the answer. And now we also know why benefits cost so much. Yeah. Because there's a lot of fucking people, people taking people Viagra. popping boner pills and just watching it. Like, I'm not even going to jerk it off. I'm just going to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. I don't even want to touch it. I'm just going to see what can it can hold up. <laughs> Uh, Get my dumbbell. <laughs> see what I can do. Oh fuck! Uh, I don't know why they talk like that, but uh, that's how. Well, I don't know. That's how flaccid <laughs> men talk. Oh Jesus! My pecker ball oh, work. Oh, it's not working. Sorry, sweetie. <laughs> this has never happened to me before. Yeah, I don't know what to say. It made my voice go up and down. <laughs> uh, I might have lost my balls too. <laughs> and one nut went uh, up into my tummy. <laughs> uh, Walmart. <laughs> Good on Walmart. Good segue. Good on Walmart, these fuckers, where they also have a pharmacy that could be solving problems for men with erection they problems. Do. Oh, imagine the ones that come into Walmart, too. That'd oh be beauts. But anyway. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just in the middle of jerking off in aisle four, and I realized I should get a pill. So I walked, I moseyed on over to the pharmacy. Be a combination of that and old men in like slacks with no underwear, just hoping... That the wind will hit it the right way and it'll work again. Uh, Walmart. <laughs> Wrenching one of those fucking wheelies at the front. Yeah. <laughs> Making their way there. Ride my scooter over to the pharmacy. Uh, sorry, guys. We're offside. Go ahead. Walmart has eliminated the requirement that you must have post-secondary education for hundreds of their corporate roles. roles. Well done. This is so good. Guys. Yeah, you guys know, if you're a longtime podcast listener, you know exactly what we're going to say here, right? You, Because we both agree with this. You and I are on the same page here. 
we also, I don't have a, I have a high school diploma. That's it for me. I, I was working right at a high school and, you know, it's still bizarre to me that because I don't have a diploma, I'm not qualified to do Dave's job. Is that for real? Yeah. If you read Dave's job description, it requires post-secondary education. How many people just kind of look past it, though? Companies I look hope past they, it. I, I hope that's the because case. Because based on, like, for me, experience always trumps education, In not in all cases. I want to make that perfectly clear. We were just talking about the healthcare professionals. They fucking need that. Yep. You know what I mean? There's certain people, absolutely, they need a degree. We need to have that them complete their schooling all the way through. But when you're talking about someone who's been in a company in any kind of position for many years and has skilled experiences in that field and is doing the job so well, but they can't get a job just because they don't have that piece of paper, but the colleague next to them does, and they're a better employee to boot, that doesn't seem fair. This is why the interview is so important. I wish we would spend more time worrying about interviews and less time worrying about resumes because it's amazing how many jobs I'm excluded from even applying for because I don't have the the. Uh, degree degree or diploma. Mm-hmm. However, I'm actually on paper far more qualified than many, many, many other people that right. are currently doing some of these jobs. And you would know that if you sat down and spoke to me. But if you just looked at my resume and saw high school diploma, what a degenerate. Get him out of here. It's yeah. bullshit. You should never consider someone based on their education level. The interview is important, and I firmly believe that. Last thing we're going to do, because we're going to run out of time here, mm-hmm. uh, NASA has finally got a company that's going to design the suits that are going to go on the Artemis mission in 2025 to the moon. Cool. The moon. The m- we are going back to the moon. Back to the moon. The moon. The moon. <laughs> We're going to the moon. Our industry minister is just a, he's like a fucking cartoon. It's great. We are going back to the moon. Back to the moon. The moon. In any case, Prada is designing the spacesuits. How did how did that happen? Did they, did they explain how that happened? Somebody got paid off. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking like weird, like really rich people party. You have people from NASA there. You got people in the fashion industry having way too many cocktails, mingling and be like, "What do you do? Uh, I'm part of NASA, and I'm just I'm gonna help figure out who's gonna design it." Well, I'm Miss Prada. Let's fucking collaborate. Ha ha ha! Like, how did that happen? Probably more like, you know, if you pick Prada to design your spacesuits, we will privately give you your own Rolls Royce or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's Somebody's a lot of paid. sketchy shit going on there. The contract is actually a partnership between Prada and Axiom Space, which was awarded the contract to modernize and make the suits more comfortable. Early versions of the suits were released in March. Officials said it was designed to fit perfectly for both women and men. A necessary detail for the 2025 mission. The... Artemis 3 is expected to be the first time in history a woman and a person of color walk on the moon. Prada's engineer, uh, that's bullshit. Qu- Prada doesn't have fucking engineers, do they? Prada's, en- well, like a fashion engineer, that's what they call them. Unless they hired them specifically for this, there was no reason to have engineers, but they're going to help develop, quote, solutions for materials and design features to protect astronauts against the challenges of space. I just, I hope it's comfortable. Like I think of the shoes when I think Prada. I don't necessarily think of the clothes. Oh, I think the bags, the purses. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah, we're thinking of two different things. And none, but notice how neither one of us even thought about wardrobe. Well, no. Hey, <laughs> for space, I don't. I don't. Again, this is just a weird combination for me. I'm sure they'll look lovely. Sure, you want to look good in space, right? <laughs> of course. For all the people. 
fucking well, stupid. That's, <laughs> that said, you know when they, they do the walk to the shuttle or whatever the hell they do? Down the ramp? Down the ramp. Yeah. This is a huge deal. So there are going to be a lot of eyes on it. So uh, I understand. I feel like this is a really good deal for Prada. They're also going to make an entire line out of this. You know it. Oh, like yeah. there's going to be space jackets and shit we can all buy. We can all wear them if we want to and look kind of like the astronauts in a different way. Except we can't use them in space. Like the Olympics. Like the Olympics. That's exactly. But honest to goodness, I think that's where that's where they're going with this. Like you can go to the Bay and buy yourself space gloves and shit for like, like that. $40,000 though or something stupid, right? They're going to they're gonna take advantage of that. I'm just not sure what's in it for NASA. I guess because they've got Prada to, shit. Is that <laughs> like, know. is yeah, what's in it for you? So that's why I agree with you. I think someone's getting paid off here because I don't understand what will be in it for them. Listen, that suit <laughs> is the difference between life and death when you're in space. When you are on the surface of the moon. The moon. You can't even have a hairline crack yeah. in that outfit yeah. because it has to keep everything out and everything you're doing on your in your body in the suit. They can't mix. There can't be any exposure there. You'll lose pressure. You'll just evaporate into like a puddle of goo. Yep. These need to work well. And frankly, when I think of durable, reliable, sturdy, Material. Yeah. I don't usually think of Prada. I, I'd, I'd be pretty good if they pulled something off the rack at Mark's Work Warehouse. Yes, I was thinking about Mark's too. Like, no, really? Nothing else? Like, no one else is available? Nothing? I guess. You can't even get like a company like DeWalt to go into the clothing industry and just make that shit? That's a no fucking around kind right? of company. Let's get DeWalt to do, I, it, I, do you, the suits. If you were to come at me with that story, I would have been like, yeah, that makes fucking sense. And you'd feel good about it too. I feel that, Well, for the astronauts, I wonder how they feel. Like they probably can't say shit, but I wonder if they're going. Well, maybe I shouldn't go up. Ew, <laughs> Prada? Prada. What? Yikes! Yeah. We got to go, everybody. It's been a fun one. Tomorrow we will try and get Dave uh, on the pod. It's his yeah. birthday today. It so. is his birthday today. Is he? Yeah. Is he coming tomorrow? <laughs> Don't know. I, I golfed with him yesterday. He didn't mention, eh? He didn't mention, no. We're his favorite people. I still don't understand why he doesn't talk about us all the time. We tell him all the time that we're his favorite people, and yet he still doesn't. He's, <laughs> he's just gloating around with his university education. No, uh, yeah. He gave me the best response when I texted him happy birthday today. He's like, you don't know that. <laughs> so I said, Facebook doesn't lie. Never, ever in the history of Facebook has it ever lied to me. You're right. Correct. All right. Friday show will be fun, though, guys. Like, but, but, keep it right here. And uh, so probably someone's going to get fired today from the Jays. Have a good day. <laughs>